and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, also known as the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, January 7th, 2020. That's right. Not 2020. It's 2020. I'm, I'm, I'm running with it. The That's roaring high. 20s. Mm. <laughs> My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you would like to join in live, you can do so by going to our Patreon page and signing up, and that will allow you access to Discord, where we record. You can listen to us live at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern-ish, Tuesday nights. Yeah, sign up, come in, chat with us while we record. If you can't do that... You can send stuff to us on our Facebook page or tweet to us at ProfaneArg. This week, I've got everything about Trump, I, I guess, because <laughs> there's so much. But first, very first thing, Happy New Year. How was your New Year's? Happy New Year. Uh, mine was nice. I hung out with you guys. Uh, <laughs> I mean, other than the treacherous road conditions and <laughs> some flashes of my own mortality, uh, I had a lovely time. I've never seen that many people drink that much tequila straight for that long <laughs> it was a lot of tequila just glass after glass everybody was like mm, this is the best it's like oh my there's a lot of meat and cheese here so i'm good <laughs> that is good i actually have a glass of the very same tequila right here it's only about halfway gone so jared how was your new year oh it was i was such an innocent boy back then <laughs> a week ago just drinking and having a good time, never knowing that World War Three was going to break out a week later. <laughs> no, I you just want to jump right into it then, right? No, I, I had a fine time. A fine oh, okay. time. Had by all. All right. Very good. All right. So first story that I have, it's not really a story, but it's an article from the New York Times about health insurance. So there is a nonprofit Christian cost sharing organization that is, it's to help out Americans who are struggling to pay for their medical care. They take your money. It's, uh, they pay, f the members pay $530 a month. Oof. It goes to a Christian health care organization. But the group capped payments for members is a quarter million, $250,000. So there's an example in the article about an eight-year-old boy who got a really bad headache and turns out it was an aneurysm. So yeah, that's all the insurance he has. And that's, they, they're just going to cap at $250,000 and he needs well more than that. So the group, the nonprofit group Samaritan Ministries says, just trust in God. <laughs> they have no guarantee of coverage, no guarantee of payment. You pay in, maybe they'll pay for some stuff. If they don't like the sound of it, maybe they won't pay for it. How There's no law over these people whatsoever. Wow. What Absolutely nothing bunch. is guaranteed. So it's and not an insurance company then? No, it is not an insurance company. Okay. So what you're buying is not health insurance. You're buying thoughts and prayers. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I will ask you all, you believe that these people believe in God? Yes. And they think that, th that this they can do this? The people oh, you, who I mean, are running it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't no, know them, how. Them, no. The people that are buying this uh, air No, yeah, the people insurance. buying it. I'm talking about the people running it. Yeah, probably not. All right. So they're, you're, you agree with me that they're liars? Oh, they're definitely liars. But like lying about their faith as well. Mm -hmm. I would not be surprised if that was true. I, I don't know how you can fucking square that and actually believe. 
But if you actually believe, you're just, you know, you're trusting that God will fix them. Or that, they you know, know they that that kid is going to die. <laughs> yeah, well, that just means that God wants him home. So that's okay, too. So why not make a buck while I'm down here on sick people? Sure, because, you know, and if you God's okay, rich, God's okay with that. Well, yeah, remember, God loves the rich people. I don't remember Jesus saying that. And if well, you were really faithful, maybe God wouldn't have punished you with whatever it is that you have. Right. So I'm just taking advantage of shitty people by ripping them off. <laughs> Right. Got it. Okay, well, I mean, in that case, it's it's a lot of gymnastics to get through to get to that point, but... In Jesus' name, I'm taking your wallet. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're probably a shitbag anyway, so I'll, I'll keep your money. Uh, the, the next thing I have that I wanted to mention, the United Methodist Church is expected to split over gay marriage. I don't know what they're calling them, themselves now, but it's, it shouldn't be the United Methodists. No, the Divided Methodists. <laughs> divided Methodists. Yeah. The Left Methodists and the Right Methodists. <laughs> it's going to be Methodist A and Methodist 1. <laughs> and what they're, what they're dividing over is same-sex marriage. There are a bunch of leaders who say that they are going to allow same uh, uh, gay members and gay LGBTQ clergy, but they're still going to be part of the United Methodist Church. And a bunch of the United Methodists said... No, you're not. And they're, uh, yeah, so the church is splitting. Right. My understanding is it's it's nearly 50-50. It's close. It was like 42, or no, it was like 52% voted traditional and like 48% wanted to be the new, the new more progressive uh, route. Yeah, that's why they're, and they are, they are genuinely working very hard to create the most, you know, amicable split that they can that will you know, be in everybody's best interest. I just, I'm, I'm excited to learn more. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious, you know, how, you know, this has been showing me how, how an organization like this decides, you know, when we're going to begin disregarding portions of the Bible or why we've changed some things in the past, but we just can't let this homo thing go. <laughs> I mean, it's man. all they got, man. It's all they got. Cause I, I, I feel like, as we've explored earlier in this show, much, much earlier, uh, back in the good old days, <laughs> um, the Bible clings to some pretty wild stuff. I mean, it is very pro-slavery, mm. very pro-stoning, very pro-killing your wife if she turns out to be not a virgin. And I'm sure even the traditional United Methodists do not adhere to that anymore. But man, they just can't let this gay thing go. Just mm. can't let it go. They're Cause willing it's still, to because it's, it's still good to because it's still legal to hate gay people. Yeah, mm. I just want to be sure that neither one of them comes away with the the name United Methodist. I don't think that <laughs> should be possible. Uh, like the traditional Methodist, the open Methodist, like whatever you want to go with, it just can't be United anymore. Can, the, pro can the progressive one be the new United Methodist Church? <laughs> I mean, I they are they are united. Right. I'll definitely mm. try to bring you some more, I don't want to say other half, but inside, I don't want to say like insider, like sneaky information, but my my uh, mother-in-law is is a United Methodist and mm. is at kind mm. not at the center of this. She's not a member of like the conclave that votes on this, but you know, she has... Just shortly prior to the show, when I was eating dinner with her this evening, she took the time to email me, you know, all the information that she is being given from her pastor and from, you know, within the church. Hmm. So I would like to see how they are addressing this issue. And I would be interested to share it with you guys once I've had time to, you know, 
analyze all of it and then give you a too long didn't read version. <laughs> yeah, where, where does she where does she lie on this? Uh, she is on the forty eight percent, which is which she side? would like she would like to support uh, same sex couples. <laughs> oh, okay, good, <laughs> good for her. So yeah, I, I'm very curious where this goes because the the United Methodists were the third largest Christian denomination and the largest Protestant denomination. Oh, in the <laughs> country. Well, then they can afford to split. I see where they're going with this. Mm. Well, it's the whole you know they've they've gotten too big. They have to they have to split up. Right. <laughs> you know, one day for my benefit, we need to go over all the different things in this religion because. <laughs> <laughs> What you just said to me doesn't mean anything. I'm just like, I don't know. What what difference is it? Who's what? <laughs> yeah, Christians love to split hairs about Christianity and mm. divide amongst themselves over sometimes the most trivial trivial of things. It's it's impressive. Yeah. I, I need like a I need like one of those little handy dandy cards those idiots use that and when they play poker. To figure yeah. out what hands beat what. Oh, okay. I just need something like Methodists believe this, Protestant believe this. The Lutherans split off first, and they believe this. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately, I am not the best person to do that either, because I, even though raised religious, we didn't talk about any of the other, you know, different Christian groups. It was <laughs> well, at guy- one point we had a visitor speaking, and the person was introducing them was a. It was sponsored by the youth group, so the person introducing was a teenager, and the t- <laughs> she was like, so. Here's this person, and they're Catholic, but they're still Christian. Like, <laughs> she had no idea, like, wh- where she was going with this. She's like, oh, God, why did I say Catholic? And I was. <laughs> well, I mean, that's part of the problem for me, too, is, like, a lot of times when I refer to that, I'm like, do I refer to this as Christian or Catholic? Christian is the generic term. Catholic is a specific yes. church. All right. So Christian covers Catholic as well. Yes. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Hey, sometimes, yeah, listen, man, I don't know shit about... The religion I was supposed to learn. <laughs> Christian means believer in Christ, basically. All right. The Catholic Church was the original one, they would claim at least, and everything else split off from there. We needed a uh, yeah, Christian decision tree <laughs> to know what people yeah. believe. Or a flow chart. Yeah, flow chart. Not a word. <laughs> Get me a PowerPoint. All right. Maybe uh, we'll spend some time looking for one. Oh, hey, Jeff. He's found one. <laughs> that <was laughs> sweet. Sweet. Well- yeah, that's very difficult to follow, especially on a black background. Yeah. <laughs> but, all right. Well, we'll get into it more later. We've got so much Trump stuff to cover. Mm. Come on. Uh, and right before we do that, I want to mention an update on Alex Jones. Oh. Uh, Alex Jones and Infowars have been ordered to pay more than $100,000 in court costs because of the Sandy Hook case. <laughs> and... It hasn't really gone to trial yet. This is all in pre-trial motions. Uh, they ignored a court order about providing documents and witnesses. And in another issue uh, that was it was issued on the same day, they uh, the judge denied Infowars a motion to dismiss the case and ordered them to pay an additional thirty four thousand for a combined total of one hundred thousand one hundred forty eight dollars against Infowars in a single day. And they haven't gone to trial. Wow. Is Alex Jones claiming he doesn't have the money for this? Or I'm sure that's next. Oh, but he's got to be a fucking millionaire. Uh, I say his money's a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I I don't know if he's a millionaire, but I'm pretty sure. Oh, no. He's got to be selling those fucking supplements and shit. No, it's true. That brain marrow (laughs) fucking (laughs) (laughs) shit. I'm not familiar with that, and I don't want to be. 
<laughs> I'm happy to hear this story. I am mm. apparently the least forgiving member of the show, and I'm excited to just see them get ground into dust. <laughs> oh yeah, I okay. looked it up, and and so did Jeff. Uh, he he has a personal worth of about ten million dollars, and that's what we know it. of. So yeah, mm. right, right. And Infowars, I'm sure, is well secured and more than that. Yeah, well, he'll have people sending him money to cover yeah, his court costs. Yeah, I'm sure he'll still do that. Mm. All right, oh, let's move on to Trump. <laughs> I'm not starting with the recent news. The first thing I want to talk about or mention is there is a list of the 10 things in 2019 that you may have missed. Now, I don't think we missed much of it. There is a whole bunch of information about Stephen Miller. Uh, number one is top advisor with white nationalist ties. We've talked about Stephen Miller a lot. I'm not going into that. The selling of nuclear technology to Saudi Arabia. Sure. I don't think we specifically talked about on the show, but again, not too surprising. Right. The Obama-era climate change plan, how he's decimating that and purposefully ripping it apart. The inspector general uh, says that the State Department targeted employees over or a specific employee over ethnic background. So a State Department employee whose parents immigrated from Iran was removed from the State Department with no other reason than they were a Muslim spy. Wow. Is that a more okay. recent one? Because I heard something similar to that today. Um, I, there's no date on it, so oh, I okay. don't know when this or happened. I heard something about somebody getting stopped at an airport or something because oh. they were from Iran. Oh, yes. Yeah. That was, yeah. This is a different... All right. Yeah, it's different. This was this was definitely in 2019. Um, also, uh, the refugee cap uh, that we used to allow 30,000 refugees in per year, he's knocked it down to 18,000. I don't think that that's a big surprise to anyone. I'm sure his goal is zero. The peace summit, it right. The peace summit in Bahrain was stalled out repeatedly, and then eventually Kushner got up and gave an economic plan. <laughs> And the Palestinians basically walked out and said, who's this idiot? <laughs> oh, is there um, a video the, of that? <laughs> there's a picture of it, but yeah. uh, no, no video that I saw. There might be. Um, let's see what else. Number seven, pushing South Korea toward China. We know about all that. China is willing to embrace all of South Korea's you know, shortcomings um, as long as they don't side with us and you know, continue to, to get trade deals with us. Mm -hmm. The conflict of interest stuff, there's a reasonable amount of stuff about the conflict of interest, including a story that Mar-a-Lago has received more than $118 million just to pay for his golf trips. And that's taxpayer money, $118 million so far. The Hong Kong legislation, this happened, I don't know if we mentioned this on the last show, mm. but he signed a... It was signed in November for the Human Rights Hong Kong Human Rights and Democracy Act. China did not like this, and I'm not really sure what Trump's goal behind it was, but he basically signed a thing that said, you know, we stand behind the people of Hong Kong and against the oppressive government that and what China is doing to them. So he's probably mad at um, China for some reason. Because they're not being cooperative. So this will this will get them. Now the <laughs> other part of it is it did pass the Congress. Veto proof. Hmm. So even if he had vetoed it, oh, he, you know, it still could have gone through. So he didn't want that black mark. Maybe. Hmm. Uh, and also 2019, he has grown the deficit so, so much. Mm -hmm. 
It is now just over 23 trillion. It was around 19 trillion when he took office. So, yeah, really, really handling the uh, the deficit well. It was such uh, a big th- deal when he was a businessman. Yeah. That's not that's not him. That's the entitlement programs. We got to get we got to get a hold of those entitlement programs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't you know anything, Ray? Jesus. <laughs> so, that's from 2019. Oh, one other thing that wasn't on the list. One in four U.S. Circuit Court judges has been nominated by Donald Trump. Wow. That is the scariest thing by far. Yeah. That's got long-term implications. Oh, boy, does it. Yeah. And it's continuing. He's trying to get as many judges in as possible. Sure. And, I mean, it goes back to why does McConnell back him so much? Because he's doing what they want as far as judges. So by the end of his first term, Obama had confirmed 25. After eight years, he had appointed 55 circuit judges. Trump has appointed 187. Wow. Well, I mean, Trump's having a much easier time of it than Obama. Sure. You know. Well, yeah. He can put any shitbag up there, as we've seen. Mm. And they're just like, yeah, go ahead. Rubber stamp him through. Go ahead. You're through. Yeah, that has been... McConnell's place since day one, and that's why he's so successful. He has he doesn't know what's going on in Iran right now. He doesn't know what's going on in anywhere in the country right now. He hears and knows two things: fortify Republican Party, control judges, mm-hmm. and he does them both successfully. And that is why the rest of us lose. And I mean, I don't know how this is going to play out, but I mean, it is seriously going to get to the point where. A, a very, very small minority of people are going to be dictating shit over the majority of people. Yes. Yeah. You know, and at what point where people are going to be like, why are we even fucking listening to you? There is more of us. Mm. Um, I don't not, think they will. Yeah, they'll never reach that point. We'll vote, we will, out, we'll vote out the ones we can vote out. We will not. Well, <laughs> in some places we will. We will get will. crushed underfoot. It, this fantasy that, we, again... I feel like we've discussed this, but <laughs> whenever they talk about like, oh, well, he met with Jibba Jab, a Russian oligarch, as <laughs> though that's something exclusive to Russia, as though that's not how this country is run. <laughs> that is such an absolute fantasy that we exist under some sort of democracy. And I am just absolutely sick of hearing that the Russian oligarchs are. What about the American oligarchs that <laughs> call all the shots? What about the the minority of people that already tell the billions of us what to do? And we go, okay. <laughs> and we got two of them running as Democrats right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bloomberg and Yang? Bloomberg and uh, uh, Steyer. 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 Oh. Mm. Yeah, Yang's Yang. not a billionaire. He's a millionaire. Yang's one of the good billionaires. <laughs> millionaire. Hey, not even one of the good ones. He's off fucking <laughs> Medicare for all, too. These fucking <laughs> pansy-ass bitches. <laughs> Why don't, you, why don't you fucking call Beto O'Rourke, Yang? Because that's where you're going to be soon. What's fucking Beto since, doing? Since we got onto the Democratic uh, nominees or, or people running, not nominees, the Democrats nominees. running for office. Nominees. Yeah. Julian Castro. Mm. He dropped out. Yep. And has uh, put his support behind Warren. Yeah. That's yeah, an fine. interesting, interesting play <laughs> on his part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one, he's doing it because he wants to be her VP. No doubt about it. But he's got some kind of – there is some wacky shit going on, I heard, with if he had endorsed Bernie. Because Bernie has the most money. Mm-hmm. He's not the highest in the polls right now, but – He is in some places. Right. But I mean, overall, nationally, it's still Biden by right. 
a fairly big margin. And then obviously Warren has slipped because of her crap Medicare for all plan. <laughs> Oh, Mommy Elizabeth, why? <laughs> why I was behind you? <laughs> yeah, so I can't remember what it was. There's some wacky shit, too, where they're saying Obama is probably going to back Warren as well because he, of Bernie. He said he would come out, he would um, support whoever the, the nominee is, whoever the final nominee is. But I thought previously he said that he would support anybody who was going against Sanders. Yeah. No. Yeah. He, he did no, say he that. did. He did oh. say that. Well, recently he said he would back whoever is the Democratic nominee, which is you know that's pretty much the course. Mm. If it's if it no, if it's Sanders, he will walk that back. You think? Yes. Hmm. Even against Trump? Uh, yeah. Yes, I don't know why everybody is terrified of anybody who is not a pointless centrist, but they are because of the word socialism. That's all I got. No, because they're rich fucks and they don't want to lose their money. Mm. Exactly. And Obama has a lot of rich fuck friends. And he's also turning into a rich fuck. <laughs> but all the rich people who are against them, I understand. Like, I, I, I can, okay, I grasp that. But the people who aren't rich, who are against Medicare for All, who are against any sort of progressive, they're, they're scared of socialism. I think they've been so deeply entrenched in the McCarthy communist plot that they grew up with that ingrained in them, maybe from school or their parents, I don't know, but there are so many people I know who say socialism as one of the most evil words ever, and they don't understand (laughs) that capitalism, socialism, and communism are three completely separate economic structures. Socialism does not lead to capitalism. And also, we're not talking about socialism. We're talking about democratic socialism, which is an entirely different thing again. I think you meant communism. (laughs) No, said, what, what, you, he said socialism doesn't lead to capitalism. Oh, yes. Socialism does not lead to communism. You were correct. It that also is does not I mean. lead to capitalism, so true. I, I yeah, can't yeah, let it as, as accurate. <laughs> that, but. that is true as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, I don't know. Yeah, and I've tried to explain it to people, too. I'm like, you live primarily, for the most part, in a democratic or a social – what is the fucking word again? Democratic socialism? Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ, do you know what Social Security is? It's in the fucking right. name, you moron. Yeah. <laughs> What do you think Medicare is for older people? What do you think Medicaid is? <laughs> yeah, all those programs are are democratic socialism. We need to get all those people off the dole, but don't take my welfare away. Yeah. What do you what do these morons think taxes are that pay for sco- that pay for police forces and firefighters? They do not understand. No. Yeah, we're all paying into that. Yeah. I I don't know. A, a basic education is sorely lacking. Mhm. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, it's it's well, unbelievable. Because we it's, need to switch over to a voucher system and go to private schools. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> clearly. All right, let's move on to the more recent news of Trump. Uh, there was an article that I thought was a pretty good read. A lot of information, and in it is in the Washington Post. It's uh, entitled "How Trump Decided to Kill a Top Iranian General." <laughs> There's a t- lot of information in it. Um, I think it's it's pretty clearly laid out. Um, a couple things that I wanted to point out from it. One, uh, it, it, it seems like it stemmed all the way back to when there was an attack against uh, K-1 in the city of Kirkuk. There is uh, like 30 rockets that were fired into an airbase after sundown one night and nine landed in the facility. And uh, they, the U.S. blames Kataib Hezbollah. For the attack, and I believe three soldiers were wounded in the attack, and 
Trump didn't do anything. This was when this happened and he like, I think he said something or maybe he just tweeted some stuff, but then right before the retributive strike was to happen, he called it and said, no, we're not going to do that. (laughs) And I think he was still stinging from that. Like he, he felt like it made him look weak that he didn't attack this group. You think somebody talked him out of it? Wait, was this the thing where he called the strike and then at the last minute was like, no, and then yes. was like, and then patted himself on the back, and everyone's like, "But you called the strike, asshole!" Right? You're that's, and- <laughs> that's exactly. I think we talked about it at the yeah. time. Yeah. yeah, he patted himself on the back for his restraint. So you, th- so they're surmising that because of that, this happened. Well, that's just one oh, of the oh, things. Oh, okay. But one piece that also leads you down that path is the fact that a guy named Jamal Jafir Abrahimi who was he's the deputy head of a popular mobilization force, which is apparently an official group in Iran. I, I don't know. Um, he, he goes by another name that I'm, I'll try and pronounce it, Abu Mahdi Al-Muhandis. He I'm going to say that's right. <laughs> he was the founder of Kataib Hezbollah, the one that made that attack. This guy was in the same car with Soleimani. Hmm. He died in this last attack as well. So it was a twofer. Oh, no. It was like a fiver. Right. Well, there were like five people there. And I don't know and who they the were other all, three were. They were, again, this was according to General Petraeus, but they were top top tier men or assistants to top tier men. Hmm. So we're hearing all about Soleimani, and that's what everybody's talking about. But there was more, there were more very important people killed in that. Especially, I think, this guy. Like I said, he founded the Hezbollah group. That did that attack, and I think this. I think it makes Trump feel like a man that so, he finally did a strike back against that attack. But when he called that first strike, and then he asked, "Well, how many Iranians are going to die in this?" and they said, "Blah blah blah." He's like, "I can't have that on my conscience." And then he was <laughs> like, "Better yet, let me fucking kill five of them. Their number two top guy, most popular, and put everybody in danger." <laughs> yeah, but there were fewer casualties. There were there was. Fewer. Um, oh yeah, maybe in that strike. I'm talking long term. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, long term. Who knows what's coming out of it? Well, and that's kind of the, the one of the primary things I wanted to talk about was that he does not. There's no thought as to what might happen in the future. There's no thought about what the reaction will be. It's it's just about feeding his ego and feeding his need for gratification for whatever slight. I mean, part of it was it was when um, the embassy was attacked, right? It was. Um, Revenge for that as well. Oh, yeah. They killed uh, a contractor, so we killed their number two guy. Right. <laughs> well, he's got to hit back harder because he's, he's – Wait, again, yeah, I, don't be- I don't Go believe ahead. any of this. <laughs> What's that? Any of these reasons. <laughs> oh, no. You are <laughs> – I'll try to support you because hopefully we're heading in similar directions. But, yes, uh, I think that the number of people of significance that were traveling with Soleimani to, to make – you know, that made this strike – you know, as far as the home, uh, you know, uh, homeland security and intelligence community were concerned. Again, the interview that I was watching with General Petraeus when he was on uh, CNN, he said that that when this airstrike killed, it would be the equivalent as of if the U.S. Joint Chiefs of Staff were all killed at once. Mm. Right. So that brings up. So a- I mean, there was that. There, you know, there was that level of significance, but. Yeah, I'll let you guys finish this out because I, I want to see where Jared's going because I'm a little excited. <laughs> well, I want to bring up one question, which is, were they valid targets? We are not at war with Iran. They are not terrorists. 
by definition of the word terrorist, they certainly are not good people, and I'm not sad that they're gone, but the implications of killing those individuals I don't think was considered in this. Specifically because they are members, they are high-ranking members of a sovereign nation. Right. Yes. I mean, if you take out a terrorist or a terrorist group with a drone strike, that, yeah, that's one thing. You can argue the humanity of that. Yeah. But if you're taking out somebody, I mean, we labeled them as a terrorist, but we, the government, the U.S. government labeled them as a terrorist months ago, and now we're, we're, we're killing people who are members of a sovereign nation's government. Like, they are ranking people. A nation that, that is a member of the U.N., that we can have an argument in, in the U.N. with. And we can have we can do things. There is a forum to do that. I, I don't. I think. And we did it in another country that wasn't theirs, right? And we didn't tell them or ask them. Yeah, right. And you're right. There is, there are a lot of well-known targets that are as sinister and as significant as Soleimani was. And why not them? Right. Why him specifically? Oh, That's he was plotting good- something bad. Mm-hmm. He told you. Oh, he yeah. was uh, he was up to something, and we stopped him. I'm sure he we stopped I, a war. I, he yeah, said we stopped I, a war. I am certain that they will find these weapons of mass destruction in mm. Iraq. Yeah. I have now, no doubt mm, of that. <laughs> the intelligence community did say that he was planning stuff. However, given Trump's administration's track record, we can't believe anything that they say. That is the, correct. The intelligence person that I saw said that there was – they didn't call it imminent, but they said that, yes, they were planning attacks on the U.S., but they're always planning it. Tell me a time in history that you can recall that Iran wasn't mm-hmm. planning some sort of attack on the United States. And it's because, we, to quote Noam Chomsky, even though I really don't agree with him on a lot of stuff, <laughs> it's because we're in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. If we weren't, If it weren't for our previous decades of abuse in the Middle East, it, it wouldn't. They wouldn't be planning our deaths. Also, was this great plan that was going to start a war that he was going to do all hinge on him being alive? Yeah, that's a, an argument that was made. I don't remember the guy's name, but it's in this article that I mentioned. He, uh, he, he made the argument that these people getting killed isn't going to stop any single one of those plans. I don't know, Ray. There, maybe there was a DNA encoded button that only he <laughs> could push, and now his DNA is obliterated. Right. They'll have to I'm clone sure. that motherfucker and wait for him to grow up. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that, that seems reasonable. I'm sure Soleimani's successor isn't another hardline extremist who's been working hand in hand with Soleimani for the last 25 years and will have no idea how to do this or make the transition. Right. Yeah. You know, the, and this, I know, this is kind of like a side tangent note. I mentioned this to other people before. Like the, the other excuse that people use is like, well – he, you know, and I'm not saying he's not a bad guy. He was a bad guy. Absolutely. Um, I'm sure we have an equally just as bad guy. <laughs> but, you know, he's like, well, he's killed lots of people, you know, lots and lots of people. And I'm like, so is Kim Jong-un. Yeah. Right? If that's the case. And then I started thinking about Otto Warmbier. Remember that kid mm-hmm. that got – and yeah. how they fucked him up and trotted him out and he was crying and everything like that and – they sent him sent back him, in a coma? Sent him back in a coma. The doctor said he was probably deaf and blind, that they, they and they might have been, like, poking around in his brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the kid died. And you're Otto's parents. And you look at Trump going, I love this motherfucker. Yeah. Literally saying, we, I love this guy. He wrote me a nice letter. We fell in love. How are you not in some kind of weird fucking revolutionary cell plot to overthrow the government if you're Otto's parents? 
Like, I can't, they must want to throw up every time this motherfucker is on the screen. Mm. And then they justify this, not only probably throwing us into a war or whatever the fuck's going to happen, and go, well, he was he was a bad guy. Yeah, he was a bad guy. Yeah. Mm. So you mentioned the fact that um, we would be in the UN discussing this with mm. the Iranian diplomats. Um, I, I did want to mention one of the stories from the Huffington Post. Yeah, maybe not. Trump administration has barred the Iranian diplomat from entering the U.S., so he will not be addressing the U.N. on January 9th when he was scheduled to. Um, that's <laughs> illegal. Uh, it violates the U.N. agreement that we made in 1947. Part of the reason the U.N. is in New York is because we had this agreement that we would let diplomats in. Right. And interestingly, though, um, this has happened in the past. We've de- we have declared that somebody can't come in, and the UN immediately said, "All right, we're going to meet in Geneva. We'll see you there in a couple of days." And and US went, "Okay, never mind. You can meet here." <laughs> but the rules don't apply to us. We so have a big stick. All of the people in the UN will go. All right, we'll be in Geneva. Let us know when you are over this, because the whole point of the UN is that, that we can sit down around a table and talk about this. Right. Well, then we're not going to go. Fine. They'll be fine without us. (laughs) I did want to uh, mention this. This is a fun article to read uh, by Alexandra Petri on the Washington Post. It's a story entitled, Whatever Happens with Iran, I'm Confident Donald Trump Can Get Us Through It. What? (laughs) It says, don't worry. You or I may not know what the fallout will be, but Donald Trump would not have taken such an action without fully thinking through all of its possible consequences. What? He's surrounded by the best people, people who would tell him if he had done something or was about to do something that was a bad idea. This is not some low stakes matter, like whether or not to flush a toilet 10 to 15 times. The whole article is is sarcasm. I was just about to say, I'm like, (laughs) Donald Trump is not just flailing haplessly about like a cat with his head stuck in a bucket. (laughs) This guy gets it. it, It's funny because I just heard, I was listening to... CNN and they had somebody on who used to be in the intelligence community and he was like I hate to say it but I go I think he's gotten rid of anybody Mm. of any intelligence that would tell him otherwise and give him the reasons why this would be bad but I'd also heard that they put this option down as like a nuclear option like we could do this or we could do these two things and he was like number one I want to do number one where we blow him up (laughs) Right, it was at and the then, bottom of the stack. It was the most extreme, and they put it there just so it looks like the other ones are more palatable, and he went to it anyway. And again, he is just a man. Why do we listen to him? He's a, an obvious idiot. So why do we listen uh, yeah, to him? Yeah, I mean, like, these people must know what's going to happen, right? These generals and all these other – they're like, ah, oh, shit. And they're just like, well, we got to do it. He's fucking president, right? Well, you know what the conversation is right now, today, this hour, in the White House – they're having a conversation about, well, I want to nuke them. And they're like, well, sir, we can't. We shouldn't nuke them. That opens up a whole can of worms. We really shouldn't do that. But I want to nuke them. That's the conversation that's happening right now. And if he does it and he's like, no, I'm putting the order in right now. Nuke them. Yeah. Are, are they going to do it? I don't know. That's what the one thing I mentioned to Karen earlier today before before while we were watching CNN was I really don't want to see a resignation from Esper. I do not want the secretary of defense to come out and say, I don't agree with the president anymore. I'm quitting because then that's the last- I think that's what it means is right. they're, they're moving ahead. And the brakes are off. All of them are off. I mean, we're already careening at 90 miles an hour on a skateboard, but Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, no, no, none of the agenda needs nukes. There's not going to be a nuking situation. You know he wants to. He doesn't. He doesn't care. Yes, he does. You know what he cares about? 
revenge. Do you know how much? No, he doesn't care about revenge. <laughs> Do you know what percentage his Lockheed Martin stock jumped overnight mm. when he did this? 8% mm. in one night. His Raytheon stock is up equivalently. That is all he is concerned about right now. And while we are watching this unfold, the impeachment proceedings will be quietly resolved without any news coverage and a big fat, uh, you know, acquittal or dismissal when no one is looking. That is what this is here for. Mm. This is a Bush Jr. combined with a Clinton. Like he's woven them together and made them one play, (laughs) calling it a super Trump. That's what I was going to say. Actually, I think it's even a little more in there, too, even though you might not have gone. He is still looking. He's taken. He has dismantled everything that Obama has done, Mm -hmm. except for one thing he can't take away from him was getting bin Laden. No, no, they're fine. They're fucking with that. Don't worry about that. (laughs) But he cannot take that fucking bin Laden thing away from him. He tried. Yes. Remember? Every guy he gets, this guy, this dude was worse than Bin Laden. No one's like, no, nah. no, he wasn't. <laughs> right. And so they're pulling a, like a, he's trying to get his Bin Laden get without the 9-11 attack. Right. right. This uh, is definitely, you're right. That's This is part of that. Yeah. And he'll try to use what just happened, which I'm not fully aware of. I just caught a glimpse of it as the 9-11. But I don't see how any rational person goes, this is your fault. <laughs> this wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for you. So- it's partly that, and you're right. Partly it'll do, get people off of impeachment, but we'll see. I mean, John Bolt. John Bolton said he's willing to testify if he's subpoenaed now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Now that he knows there's no chance he'll be subpoenaed. <laughs> right. When, I mean, yeah. Thanks to uh, I forget their names from the 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 women from Maine and Alaska. Oh, uh, right. Murkowski Collins. and Collins. That's them. They they said yeah they're going to side with McConnell on what, yeah those fake their fake dissension again. Right. Mitt Romney, Murkowski, Collins, or, oh, we're going to, no, you're not. <laughs> oh, no. Mitt, Mitt did say, though, he was like, uh, hold up a second. I want to hear what Bolton has to say. Doesn't mean anything, no. but. Right. He still won't. There's no vote to be had, and he won't do it, so it doesn't make any difference. Yeah, but we all knew this was going to happen, so I'm not right. shocked by any of this. No. But, yeah, no, that's the important thing, is we got to, we've got to change, we got to adjust the spotlight. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what Pelosi and Schumer think that they're going to get. By holding this, by holding the 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 articles, keeps it like, in the news why? cycle. But that's that's again, not, but that's wh- gone now. But right, but now it looks just like well, what's going on here? You're not, you're never going to get what you want. He got impeached. That's what we wanted. At least that's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. It'll always be a mark on his fucking thing that will drive him fucking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I learned he broke the law. <laughs> yeah, we knew that. Yeah. Right, but like officially. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's right out on Front Street. I have a, a fun. As fun as you can have with an aside with this story that is going on. So I learned about this uh, Monday morning. I was driving to work and the radio said that there had been some airstrikes and I was curious to learn more. So I get to work and I'm getting the store turned on and getting things. And uh, my favorite independent contractor who works for my boss comes in and says, whoa, did you see the news this morning? And I was like, I heard a little bit on the radio that there were some airstrikes. Tell me more. And I'm, I'm pumped inside because I know. This is going to be I good. That this, yeah, this guy is. He's like, got a hot he's, take. He, yeah, he's not the other half. He's like, he's deep, deep in the other half. So I'm like, well, what happened? I said, you know, he said, well, the uh, the U.S. Uh, bombed this Iranian guy. I said, who, who was he? And he said, well, he is the guy. <laughs> 
He is the guy who organizes ISIS, Hezbollah, and all the other terrorist groups to get them to work together against the U.S. Wow. And, <laughs> and he goes, and we got him. He said, thank heavens, all that terrible failed diplomacy from Obama is finally put to the side. He said, he said, everybody is so excited. He said, he said, the Iranian people are celebrating in the streets <laughs> to have this evil guy taken out. And I was like, wow, that's, that's, wow. Hmm. And I was like, cool. Uh, you know, I mean, this is, this is pre-coffee, pre-key lime pie flavored yogurt. I was, you know, <laughs> sleeping my eyes. I was like, that's, that's, that's awesome. That is awesome. I, I'm, I'm glad things are going our way. Let me get the store opened up. And then I, you know, had some coffee and some breakfast. And I was like, wow, I don't even know where you could, you know, manufacture this information that he shared with me because it's nope. super false. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, one of the articles that I was going to mention is 56 people were killed, trampled to death mm. at this guy's funeral. There were yeah. so many people there that they just trampled on each other. <laughs> also, did he not see the Iranian people ripping apart our flag saying death to America well, as, the, as their celebration? That, that was part of their party. Oh, that they was their just, celebration. They were just out of control. They didn't, they didn't know what they were doing. It was a throwback chant, right? Mm, right. They were like, let's do the old one, you know, just for, you know, shits and giggles. We really do love you guys. <laughs> there was only one flag and they wanted, everybody wanted a piece so they could wave it and be all pro-America. But didn't the, didn't the, uh, the Ayatollah come out and say that those death to America chants are directed at Donald Trump, not the American citizens. He did. They did. They both all of the all of the a lot of the 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 you know uh, the government of Iran, the president uh, or the prime minister. I I'm sorry, I don't know what sort of uh, setup they have there besides the Ayatollah, but they've all come out and been very. Uh, you know, well-spoken and even-handed about their retaliation. They're like, yeah, we're definitely going to retaliate. Mm -hmm. So well, somebody came out and said, we're definitely going to do our absolute best to make sure no American citizens are hurt in our retaliation because that would play right into Donald Trump's hand. Wow. And all we want to do is see Donald Trump beheaded. And I was like, wow, me and the Ayatollah have a lot in common. <laughs> At this very moment. <laughs> yeah. who, I who knew? I suspect it's just one thing. But <laughs> I heard, I heard, Listen, I heard he's got a – doesn't he have like a $40 million bounty on his head right now? 80. Mm. 80. Oh, my God. Stephen Miller. That's a lot of money, buddy. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> Everyone's mad at George Lopez. <laughs> Why? What did he do? He tweeted out, I'll do it for half. <laughs> oh, George, what were you thinking? <laughs> that's not uh, that's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> nope, it's super funny. It's possibly the first time George Lopez has been funny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, so I do have to mention the tweet. That, well, there's two tweets, actually. I have the one in front of me, the first one, uh, he, where he said that the media post, these media posts, he's talking about his Twitter account, will serve as notification <laughs> to the U.S. Congress that should Iran strike any U.S. person or target, the United States will quickly and fully strike back and perhaps in a disproportionate manner. Such legal notice is not required, but is given nonetheless. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Did he's, you see the so, response? he's so generous. Mm. He's so confused about what Twitter is and how it works. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the uh, response was great, though. They're like, uh, no, it doesn't. And you're not a dictator. 
I don't know if, if uh, Karen, I know you follow his Twitter account. I don't know if no. you were paying attention yesterday, but Lindsey Graham went on an ass-sucking expedition. <laughs> And oh, Trump God. retweeted All every single one of them. Yeah. I stopped following him a while ago because I couldn't take it anymore. And it gave me great pleasure to unfollow and he had one less follower. It's just me, but <laughs> so I don't follow him anymore. But I do check in on a regular basis. And I saw the cornucopia of Lindsey Graham yesterday. It was fantastic. <laughs> I mean, it was like, to my Democratic colleagues, 40 years of Iranian aggression needs to be dealt with forcefully. Um, and then he talks about just, uh, Syria and Yemen and how Iran is, is, you know, controlling the puppets there. Oppose any war powers resolution pushed by Speaker Pelosi. Uh, I'll be interested to see if the hatred of President Trump prevents Democrats from recognizing this major accomplishment by the Trump administration. Talking about killing Soleimani. Um, it just it goes on and on and on. Like I said, it is nothing but praise for the great leader. The level of toadying is just bizarre and alarming. And I mean, I, I realize what he's doing, so I don't want to suggest that he is necessarily completely ignorant of history. And I was like, by 40 years of Iranian aggression, you mean us towards their country? Yeah. Right. I hope that's what you mean, because that's what happened. Well, it started in the 70s when we put the Shah in charge. He was an right. American toady. They were like, we would like this gentleman to be our democratically elected leader. And we were like, all right, he's dead. Yeah. New guy. What a Shaw. Yeah. You'll like him. Um, and then it all went wrong. Mm. Lindsey Graham cries himself to sleep every fucking night <laughs> because he is such a cuck bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he knows it. He doesn't. I mean, like, you know, he acts like he doesn't care. But at night when he's all alone, that motherfucker is crying and probably sticking his thumb up his ass. Huh. I just I just threw that in there because I'm a dick. <laughs> I support that. Our president has tweeted nine minutes ago. He says, all is well. Missiles launched from Iran at two military bases located in Iraq. Assessment of casualties and damage is taking place now. So far, so good. We have the most powerful and well-equipped military anywhere in the world by far. I'll be making a statement tomorrow morning. <sighs> okay. That's where we are currently. Well, I feel so much better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm happy that I don't have to wait up after the show to listen to any sort of announcements. I can wait until tomorrow. To... So I did want to address something that Dustin brought up on Discord before we start recording. He he said, I don't understand why attack Al-Assad, which is one of the bases where the missiles did hit. Now, I don't know if we actually went through what happened just mm. tonight, but missiles, uh, short-range ballistic missiles came out of Iran and hit two bases uh, that are controlled by the U.S. in two different locations in Iraq. And one of them was at Al-Assad. And he, Dustin points out that there's a, there are bigger, closer targets that would have been, you know, more dramatic. And I just wanted to, to mention this because there's some theories going around that these missiles that were launched were to target spaces that were not necessarily that much of strategic importance. They were to attack the U.S. bases whether or not it was to do massive damage, it, it probably wasn't. It was just to show the Iranian people, look, we're willing to strike the U.S. outside of our borders in other countries. We're, we're willing to strike back. And that it was to appease the base without inciting further violence to make it look like the Americans were, are the aggressors. And clearly, in this case, hmm. the American government is. So Correct, yeah. Yes, it was what they felt would be a proportional response. Mm. They're not interested in going to war with the United States. That was that's 
No, they're well outclassed. It'd be foolish. Yeah, that's a terrible endeavor. Yeah, yeah but- I mean, they're not wrong. It's going to be another twenty-year quagmire that we never get out of. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the problem is, is they don't fully understand the depth of Trump's depravity and what he'll do in response. It doesn't matter. Um, he will escalate. Oh, this wasn't his fault. Yeah. yeah. But again, I, you know, I just don't see how this helps him in yeah. any way. Once, once the the impeachment blows over, this is just enough, right? But do you think he was like really worried that he was gonna f- get removed? Yeah, why? When no. you got Lindsey Graham mm. reassuring, well, no, no. I, again, I, I feel like he was worried that uh, there was, you know, again, there was a small chance, you know, before yesterday or today that you know further further evidence would come out and his you know, criminal empire would be further exposed. I don't know that he would face any consequences. But again, at this point, the only potential consequences are not a landslide victory in 2020. But that's pretty much out the window, too. I, he just doesn't strike me as someone who could serve as... And I think he... Again, I might be being naive, thinking that there's a limit to Trump's absolute <laughs> yet horror that is Trump. But, like, I, I realize President is so far out of his wheelhouse, mm-hmm. but at least he can, you know, make himself some money. Commander-in-Chief yeah. is just, a, seems like a nightmare for someone like him. Like, he can't, he doesn't have the cognitive capacity to even understand what would be, does, doesn't, war does not seem likely. But his ego won't let him back down, though. I mean, the, but what is he backing down from, though? Right, he's he's backing down from somebody that is attacking him in his mind. I'm not right, sure that but, that's true, though, because he, uh, in my mind, he backed down from North Korea. He was like, right. "Oh, he we're going to destroy the them with fire and fury, and we're going to do all the oh." Man. But I, he wrote me a letter, and I just love that guy now. <laughs> right, but even so, I mean, like, look, we we got their number two guy, not a, that's just number two, like number two in popularity. Mm. Like, and they hit a base. Did they kill anybody? We preliminary reports, no, but. Mm. No. So, and and like, if his reaction was going to be like, nuke him, Mm -hmm. like, that would be insane. Like, I'm not sure how that, how any of this helps him. Uh, uh, Or or that he, or that he would, that we, that retaliation needs to be done. Use his own tweets. He accused Obama hundreds of times of starting in a war with Iran just to get reelected. Right. So, how many times have we seen him project? No, I get that. Mm. And I get that he would think that that would work. Right. And someone probably is like, dude, you got to start, you know, start a war or whatever. But that does not help. I don't feel like that would help him in this case. Given he, all it is, of it his, is almost. Given all of his anti-war stuff that he did before he was in office and even some of it since. Yeah, I agree. I don't know how it does help him. I think that that probably helped him get into office. So, yeah, why would he be wanting to start a war now? It does. But not only that, I mean, it's it it is damn near impossible for him to win new supporters, mm. right? And I get the ones that are behind him, and I think I said this somebody the other day that that motherfucker could walk a goat into the fucking Oval Office and shove his dick up its ass, and they would find a way to justify it. But nobody else is going to look at that and go, "Yo, I think I'm switching to Trump." That guy just stuck his dick up a goat's ass, and I gotta vote for that. Well, yeah, I, the goat's ass being Iran. Yeah. <laughs> You got to think back to uh, what happened to Bush's popularity, though, when 9-11 happened. That's completely different, though. Not in his mind, it isn't. No, and not, no. Well, maybe. I don't know. He thinks that he has done something now that is going to make him popular. And tomorrow morning, he's going to be really disappointed. 
because the the coverage isn't going to change. People are not going to be suddenly on his side. I mean, the 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 populace swung hugely in support of Bush after 9-11. And he thinks- Oh, shit. I was ready to fucking go yeah. to Afghanistan. I was so pissed. So he thinks this is his 9-11 moment without all the death. <laughs> so you think he's going to go further because of oh, that? Yes, absolutely. I I will bet you money he goes further. He will escalate. I don't know. There's well, a lot I of, can't wait and see. Yeah, there's a <laughs> lot of escalation po- possible. Yeah. I mean, Hezbollah, Hamas, they all have ties. The Houthis have ties to Iran. And so you're talking about multiple countries, Yemen. Yep. And in Israel and in Afghanistan. I mean, there's Iran has a whole bunch of ties to these things. However, in... In, just in response to some of the Republican stuff that uh, that I've seen, they do not have ties to ISIS. No. They this hate guy ISIS. that was killed, Soleimani, was their <laughs> hero for defending Iran against ISIS. Like, this guy was known for taking out ISIS operatives and, and for, for, you know, organizing combat against ISIS forces. Also, they're not associated with the Taliban that we are aware of. So. It's not one big terrorist organization being led by Iran. That's not the case. It goes back to the Methodist argument. I mean, the the it's split. There's the Sunnis and the Shiites, and they hate each other. These people are on different sides. They they are fighting against each other. I don't know the Houthis are. I don't know. I don't know exactly how it all breaks out, but there are multiple tribes of but is Islamists. So, but are you saying that that they're going to start escalating too, or do you think this is they're one and done? Like, we made our point, or do you think, like, these other people are going to jump into the mix, too, and be like, oh, well, we're not done? No, right now they're all waiting to see what um, Trump does. Yeah, I think oh. tonight's thing is all we're going to see for now. Yeah. I, I did find it amusing that um, one of the Trump uh, – one of the – sorry, one of the Iranian leaders tweeted a, a list of all of Trump's properties around the world. <laughs> 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 like, that's eh, funny. <laughs> not all of them in the U.S., so – some of them are reachable. I, didn't, I did not see that. Yeah. Uh, the, the Trump administration did also put out a warning on the uh, State Department website warning any Americans in Israel to be uh, on alert mm. uh, in in case of rocket fire. He said the, they're basically saying that uh, if you live in Israel, yeah, the Iranians might take it take it out on you. Basically, it's within rocket range. So yeah, yeah, it's well within their missile range. Um, they do hate. They do hate the Israelis. So, mm, very true. I mean, the, the the possibilities for Iran are there's a few, and they could uh, they could attack Saudi Arabia. That would be a possibility. I find that highly unlikely. It's for less the same likely. reason. Mm. For the same reason that they wouldn't hit any of the major. I mean, they could have killed a ton of people tonight. Yep. There is right. no question about it. So the fact that they didn't, I, I think they're just goading Trump. I think they're they're trying to get more of a reaction out of him. Yeah, it's not going to go well. See, I actually feel better now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they're more reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> Strangely. Well, I, I think they're not more reasonable. I think they are more realistic about the odds of them winning if it does escalate. Right. Well, and their war is going to continue. Not direct war, but the, the indirect war. The- sure. The, the thing that they've been doing for forever, which is, you know, harassing ships in the Gulf and, you know, doing little attacks here and there because they can do that without this happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah. The, the ad- And there's no way you feel that this is it, that this no. is over. No. Anybody else? I, I think it's 
See, I don't want to lose five dollars to Karen just yet, so I don't need to. I, I need to better outline what escalation is because I don't think Jared is wrong. Like, I, I oh, I think the the wild card so, in this is if an American died during these attacks. Ah, I don't know how far you know he needs to follow this to to you know to continue his plan of distraction or to believe that he's winning over potential voters and yeah the some of the things that that dustin brought to light that ray was highlighting i mean do you do you also think that that uh i can't even remember his name rahani is that the president of iran you think he doesn't own stock in lockheed martin (laughs) (laughs) you don't think that his his interest yeah yeah ray's ray dustin combo is correct the, the 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 body count could be extreme right now, and that's what we could be discussing. And it's going to be closer to zero. Sure. Yeah, I don't know if any this, Iraqis have been killed, but this conflict seems suspiciously so, manufactured. Mm-hmm. You think, Karen, that he will continue to bomb shit till his poll numbers go up? <laughs> I don't. Well, I don't think it's been enough time to get any good polls. Right. I mean, can they go down any lower? <laughs> yes, please. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's the that's the problem, though. If he does, okay, so he doesn't do anything, and his poll numbers don't budge, or they go down. You think he won't try to do something? Uh, I don't. I hmm. I don't think that that'll be the reason. Yeah. Well, I really he, don't. I I always bring it back to well, he will never do the thing that we think is reasonable. He will always do the unreasonable thing. He will always do the thing that is driven by ego. And I don't know, Ian. Is your argument that he he does things based on financial gain? Correct. Personal financial gain. Yes. Yes. And his best buds. Like Putin. Putin has got to be pissed about right. this. I mean, as long as it as long as it, as long as it comes back around to him, as long as the people that he's making money will then, you know, spend money you know, supporting whatever it is he needs supported. You know, that's why he'll you know, that's why he'll want to build a wall and detain all these people. So then he gets money for the, that's money for the people who run the private prisons mm. and then they invest that money back into you know, Trump properties. Oh my God. Hmm? Do you realize that the path to world peace is to just put a Trump hotel in every fucking country? <laughs> That's what he wanted in North Wait, Korea. So. What on earth would he do? He'd have to be nice to everybody. <laughs> ha. Think about Brilliant. it. That, <laughs> I love it. That, Ian, and I'm going to float this by you real quick, government run glory holes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't super follow that, but I'm certainly not opposed. <laughs> I don't want the government to be involved in... Anyway. Yes, you do, because it will be world peace. You put one attached to every post office. <laughs> Jeff said, I'm listening. Yeah. Jeff, I'll tell you about it later. We're going to work on this. I'm going to run on that platform. <laughs> All right. Do we have anything else about uh, Trump and the possibility of World War Three? Um, Two things. So I'm curious what um you know what Daddy Putin said about this because I'm sure he's not pleased. And did you know that he met with uh, Trump met with the Saudis on Monday in the White House in the Oval Office? And the only reason we know this is that the Saudis um tweeted about it and posted pictures. There was nothing out of the White House saying that the Saudis were there. That's not oh, a shock that they haven't had a press right. conference in three hundred some odd days. Right. Right. What a, like 302 days. We're just waiting on word from the kingdom, and then we're ready to go, right. Karen. <laughs> That's kind of my point. I mean, he had this meeting with them yesterday, Sunday, whatever day it was. It was after the you know, the, the assassination of a sovereign country's vice president or equivalent. Um, he had a meeting with the Saudis. And w- what happened in that? What did they talk about? Hmm, curious. 
uh, can I do this? <laughs> sure, go ahead. Yeah. Thank you. But Daddy Putin would have said, no, you cannot do this. I'm Again, I'm not sure about that because, I mean, I'm and say, I say again, it's because- you know how much stock he owns in Raytheon? Oh, that's right. good point. Yeah. We, we had this conversation before recording, but mm. also- Putin is fine with America either wasting their money, mm. wasting their munitions, destabilizing our country in any way possible. He doesn't consider the United States as a puppet or Trump as a puppet for him to control the United States. He thinks Trump is a good puppet to dismantle the United States. Mm. Putin has been very clear about what he wants from the United States, and it's a totally dismantled and begging for help, United States. That that is his goal. Or yeah, because we look like dipshits more and more every fucking day. Well, yeah, and he probably loves it. Probably we'll go the way of the USSR. We'll have to break up and just be a bunch of individual sovereign <laughs> nations. How about three? Can we break up into three? I'm okay with that one. <laughs> Can we stick with New York and Pennsylvania? That'd be cool. Negative. Pennsylvania's for turns. Oh, damn it. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> <laughs> this state needs to be broken up into three parts. Pencil tucky in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, there'll be one large state in the middle called fucking Racistan. <laughs> <laughs> and then West Pennsylvania and East Pennsylvania. <laughs> Could it be called White Land? White Land, whatever the fuck you want to call it. It'll be some kind of racist shit. Mm. <laughs> All right, I want to hit a few things about the impeachment. There's an article that I wanted to mention. John Bolton said he would testify in Trump's impeachment if he is subpoenaed. I'm glad that he announced this right before McConnell said, oh, we've got the votes to completely control the impeachment process and uh, we won't be subpoenaing mm. anybody. So <laughs> thanks for standing up, John Bolton, you douche. I found it interesting. He said he would he would testi testify in the Senate. Didn't say he would testify in the House. Oh, I was just about to say, what if this? What if the House fucking subpoenas him? Seems unlikely. Yeah. And oh, I'll testify if they subpoena me. Yeah, that's what subpoenas are for. It's not a <laughs> choice. That, that is technically how they work. No, apparently not. Yeah, yeah apparently yeah. it is a choice now. Apparently, just say no. Yeah. Who knew? <laughs> Thanks, Nancy Reagan. Just say no. Yeah. Well, not, uh, the, the way I – or maybe you guys explain this to me, but since the House is not a court of law, mm. I, I mean, even we could dismiss those subpoenas and not get in trouble. We, we will mm, – We're poor. Well, the, That's tough. The problem is is that then they will go to the uh, the FBI or the federal government and say, please arrest this person. And they'll go, oh, okay. Except that uh, you know, the head of the um, – what's his name? The FBI. Yeah, head of the FBI. They're all in Christopher Ray. Yeah, all of those guys are in Trump's pocket, so they're not. Uh, I don't know about that. Eh, pretty much. Well, Christopher, I don't know. <laughs> that guy, he boggles my mind sometimes. That Christopher Ray. Well, actually, well, it wouldn't be the FBI anyway. It would be um, the Attorney General. Oh, because the FBI does investigations. Oh, the Attorney well, then General. I know I'm fine. I know I'm fucked. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he, they are the ones that are supposed to be enforcing the um, subpoenas sent out by the the Senate so or that you know by Congress there's also the the um, sergeant at arms and uh, a a little jail in the basement but it's not realistic well the sergeant at arms position is really just to enforce the rules within Congress right. he's not supposed to go out and like fetch people to enforce laws he's just there as a as to enforce the rules within the house itself so he theoretically has that power, but it's been never been tested. Exactly. 
something else I wanted to mention about the impeachment. Uh, there was unredacted emails that didn't make any news that I saw, except for... Oh, I heard about oh, it. Oh, you did? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Where did you hear about it? All over the place. You're talking about this, uh, what's his name? The new guy's name that keeps popping up in the impeachment ship because of these emails. Michael Duffy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I heard about it on CNN and a few other places. Okay. I apparently missed it because it, I showed it. I, I found it on Keep Track on Reddit. But, yeah, it's unredacted emails that specifically show that the president was directly responsible for withholding the aid to the Ukraine. Like, no doubt whatsoever that it was orders from the president exactly exactly fits the bill mm. of he held back the aid in order to get dirt on Biden. I'm like, there's no question about it whatsoever. Ray, that's a secondhand email. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and the other thing, I mean, the unredacted versions were leaked out to this um, security company. And it's interesting, the things that they redacted were nothing to do with um, security. It was all about covering Trump. Right. Well, didn't didn't some group get a Freedom of Information Act to get all the unredacted shit though? They did. They got the redacted, and then some. Oh, they got the yeah. The, oh. they got the redacted ones, which are just completely black all over the place. But they then they got leaked to this other company, JustSecurity.org. I think that's the link we have. I think that's who it is. Um, and they said, let's compare the things that were redacted. It's like, oh, that has nothing to do with national security. Nothing to do with national security. It's all about covering up what Trump did. I love the image that comes with that link that was posted in Discord. Yeah. That, that's one of the redacted emails. It's nothing but just black markers. Uh, another thing that I wanted to mention, this was, uh, if you follow Richard Painter on Twitter, I don't know if you'd really want to do that, but he's a <laughs> former member of the W cabinet. He is strongly against Trump and describes... So Trump gave some fundraising cash to GOP senators mm. ahead of the impeachment trial. And Richard Painter says, this is bribery. This is clearly bribery. And he should be arrested for it. Hmm. I love Richard Painter, mm. by the way. I like Richard Painter. I don't know if I'd go so far yeah. as to say I love him. but I, I love watching him talk. <laughs> I, I enjoy gets, watching him talk, yes. He gets he so irritated. so fucking pissed. He's so mad. <laughs> All the time. It does make me happy. It puts a smile on my face every time. Uh, That's him. <laughs> but yeah, like Ian said, the impeachment is not, it's not going forward. And yes, that is the picture of the guy. I think that's part of the reason why you didn't hear about those emails so much. Uh, because one, it was never going to get brought up in the Senate. Mm. And the House is like, well, we would have to redo everything <laughs> to bring this back in. But I'm glad you all know <laughs> that we were right. Yeah. <sighs> Um, that is all I really have about the impeachment stuff. I just really wanted to hit some a few of the highlights that have happened since the articles were submitted. Well, they weren't submitted, I guess. But and yes, Jeff, I, I think he does look a little bit like a Bond villain, but he has um, Bell's palsy. What, yeah, Bell's palsy. That's what it is. So the one side of his face is partially uh, paralyzed. So that's probably why he looks a, a bit off skew. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you fucking asshole, Jeff. Jesus. Got just immediate response. Nah, now I'm the asshole. <laughs> 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 it took me a while to find that out because he he was on and he was talking. I'm like, man, has this guy suffered from a stroke or something? And uh, I, I looked him up and I'm looking all about him. It took me forever to find that. Yeah, he, he has Bell's palsy. So don't worry, Jeff. I had a conversation with somebody this week 
where I was talking about how Rose McGowan fucked her face up with plastic surgery and I was going on and on and why she would do this and holding <laughs> on to the youth and they're like, you know, she was in like a horrible car accident that like destroyed her face. And I was like, oh, right. well, that now I'm a, dick. <laughs> yep, yeah. I'm a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I think the key is recognizing that. and just <laughs> <to be good. laughs> All right, real quick. Uh, I wanted to mention a video that I saw amongst my Republican friends. It's a video of uh, Joe Biden talking about uh, – well, it's a racist. He completely broke down and showed his racist colors. So in the video – um, he talks about a cultural problem um, to some length, and he talks about uh, English common law in the 1300s allowed for husbands to beat their wives mm -hmm. and says that we inherited this as a cultural problem and we need to work past it. So the quote from it is, this is Biden, folks, this is about changing the culture, our culture. It's not imported from African nation or Asian nation. It's our English jurisprudential culture, our European culture that says that it was all right. So that's his quote that he said inside here. However, some Republican group took out some words. And what they quoted him and showed this video is Biden saying, our culture our culture. It's not imported from African nation or some Asian nation. It's our English jurisprudential culture, our European culture, hmm. which, out of context, that's Sounds racist. <laughs> Just a bunch of fucking cheaters, like usual. Yeah. Hey, I mean, do no oh. one said the photo wasn't photoshopped. <laughs> oh, God, that guy. That guy's no in one... Congress. <laughs> No one said Obama was dead. <laughs> no one said that I am a giant sack of shit. Who are you who talking has about? Bumbled into Arizona politics. Uh, Congressman Gosser. He tweeted a picture of Obama and the president of Iran shaking hands. A Photoshop a, picture. Right, which was a actual, the actual picture is of Obama meeting with the uh, president of India. Mm hmm. And they photoshopped in the Iranian president. And uh, he had. Uh, yeah, he tweeted it out and said, "Things are so much better. The world is safer. Mm. The, oh, the world is safer without these two in power." Right, exactly. And someone was like, "This is a photoshopped picture. He's still the president of Iran. Mm. Yeah, the guy <laughs> on the left who's not actually in the photo is still in power." Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, this is horribly irresponsible. His response to that was, well, I never said this wasn't a Photoshop picture, and I never said that the guy from Iran was dead. I just said it's better with them out of power, and I, everybody's like, you're a giant piece of trash. Yeah, he, he just gave an the, he gave the best monster. He gave the best middle school response ever. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, what, the, they called them all dimwits? Yeah. If you look at the picture, Obama has two thumbs, and one of them's white. <laughs> <laughs> what he had a white parent yeah i'm saying he's half white <laughs> two right thumbs not i was gonna not say we all have hand. two thumbs karen two right thumbs or left i don't remember which hand i think right hand because they're shaking hands nice <laughs> yeah all right I'm, I'm skipping another state stories because we're out of time um but i before we go i need to mention uh a catholic memorial school I, th I don't know if this falls under pseudoscience. I think it kind of does. They're using headbands to monitor their brain activity, the electrical impulses in their brain, to show when they're concentrating on things. So they put on these headbands, these 
goofy looking things. Maybe it's the kids are reaching pubescence and that's why they are goofy looking. But mm-hmm. in any case, they've got these lights on the front. And if they're concentrating, the light changes from yellow to like purple and red when they're really concentrating. So the teachers can look out across the class and tell if they're losing their students. <laughs> and they, 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 there's a video about this and it shows them testing and like doing math problems. And they're really concentrating on the math problems. The, the light turns, turns red. I'm curious. Mind control? Like. <laughs> wow. That's, that's called being lazy. <laughs> Be a better teacher uh. if you're worried about this. Also, can't. What, I mean, like, what if this thing doesn't work? properly right that's bizarre and then yeah and one kid's actually concentrating but his shit's coming up white (laughs) he he gets a ruler across the knuckles yeah Yeah. bizarre and unnecessary in every way there's a lot of stuff that's getting weirder and weirder i can uh occasionally sit in and visit my son and in kindergarten their classroom is equipped with a giant when i say giant i mean like 65 inch screen from which to help you know, teach lessons and other such things. And, you know, other, it doesn't have to be all educational. They're in kindergarten. Mm. I'm down for some frivolity. When it is someone's birthday, <laughs> they no longer sing to this child or give them well wishes. Creatures pop up on the screen, sing a generic, nameless, happy birthday message to the child, and then the screen is turned off. Huh. No cupcakes? Uh, they, Well, yeah, you could still provide cupcakes. It was just so weird. Like... It just comes up and happy birthday, happy birthday, <laughs> happy birthday, robot screen. And I was like, what's happening? <laughs> this is. Yeah, I thought, I thought you could use that song for free use now. Why? <laughs> well, you just, it's since it's pre-programmed that, you know, you can't add the kid's name mm. is. Oh. You can't be like, happy birthday, dear Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but wouldn't that be a perfect time for all the children to say the person's name? You would think. <laughs> You would think, but again. They just look confused. I don't. Boy, we are living in the future. TV screen, 65 inch in the fucking classroom? Uh, And fuck you. They can get get around the hallways in those new Segway adult (laughs) strollers. God damn it. Now, if you're handicapped, that's kind of cool, but. Yeah, well. Other than that, no, what are you doing? Do they all get laptops too, Ian? Do they hand them all laptops? Soon. But I do not believe they get those in kindergarten. Mm. Oh. I feel like that's a high school situation. Oh, so just iPhones? <laughs> <laughs> the iPhone should be enough. <laughs> the one thing I did want to point out about this, uh, these these headbands in the Catholic school, the headset is $399 each. Ooh. And like I mentioned, it's a Catholic school. So I'm glad we're doing charter schools and the, uh, uh, what are they called? The coupons, the, the vouchers. vouchers, the school vouchers. So that the rich kids can wear a dorky-looking headband that tells their teacher whether they're concentrating or not. Also, do you feel in, in this scenario that the teacher will tailor their lesson because they're losing the students or just yell at the student to pay attention? Yeah, probably the latter. Right. Also, it's an all-male school. I found it interesting with the, in the video the teacher's talking about, well, the boys think blah, 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 and, and the boys really respond well to um, – and it, it struck me that, yeah, there are no, there are no girls in this school. There's you can't kids. get a girl to concentrate. What are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> Shazam! You can tell when a girl's not concentrated, she's not talking. Ha-ha! <laughs> 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 All right. 
<laughs> Does anybody have anything else? Negative. Yep. All right. And that's all we're going to have for this week. I want to thank everybody for joining us, uh, especially our patrons supporting the podcast and for joining us here tonight. If you enjoy the podcast, you could join us as well. Again, patreon.com slash profane arg. Join in there and it'll allow you to join us live. If you can't do that, please share the podcast on social media or leave a review on iTunes. It really helps out the more reviews we get. Uh, if you want to contact us, facebook.com slash profanearg or tweet at profanearg. Also, please check out other shows on the soon-to-be-named ne- soon name network, of which we're a part, soon-to-be-namednetwork.com. You can find an archive of all the podcasts and shows that are available there. I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. <laughs> is Ian- Sorry, terrible ad. <laughs> is Ian going to survive? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll be fine. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. And may your God go with you. <laughs>